Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Success Revolution podcast. This is episode 199, which is entitled Bringing God into the Conversation Around Money. So, (laughs) this is a big one for me, and I feel like it may be a big one for a lot of people. So, I was raised Catholic and brought up in the Catholic teachings around God and religion, and that created a very distorted perception of what the divine really is all about. And so I know that for me, I have absolutely been on such a deep journey to reconnect back with the source of money and really learning how to feel so deeply supported by my business and in my business. And so in order to really do that deep work, I've had to go into this piece around God many, many times. And I don't really believe I've ever brought it into the Success Revolution podcast, into an episode before and have had a conversation around this. And so today's episode is all about that. So if you really are somebody who isn't just in business, to sign clients and make cash. If your work is really a bigger purpose and a bigger mission than that, and by the way, no shade if you're like, it doesn't matter, I just want to do my thing, make money, sign clients, that's it. But if there is something bigger for you, there is a bigger mission, a bigger message, a bigger purpose, and you feel like this is a calling more than it is a career, then this episode is absolutely going to be for you because I want to take you into this place and start to support you to rewrite the narrative that potentially you have around being so deeply supported when it comes to money by God. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Success Revolution podcast with Gemma Bernad. beautiful souls. So welcome into this conversation. Um, I want to be really candid with you about this and just really not just bring you into this conversation, but also bring you into what really is my own emotional experience around this conversation too. And in order to do that, I'm going to let you know how I'm feeling about this. And the short answer is I'm feeling quite a deep amount of nervousness and also some form of resistance really to having this conversation. So I want to bring that level of um, vulnerability and realness and humanness into this because this is a topic in an area that I feel like can be quite polarising for people and you're either going to sit on one side of the fence, I think, or leaning more towards one. And I, I, I believe that bringing God into this conversation and bringing God more into my work is going to allow me to really show up and own the connection that I have with the divine and source and own my teachings, particularly when it comes to money as well. Because it's like this is such a core piece of the puzzle and if I'm not talking about it, then I'm missing a really core part, a really foundational part of what I teach when it comes to money. 
But I understand that a lot of people are going to be turned off by that. And I am human like anyone else. You know, there is that fear of judgment and that fear of rejection that absolutely comes up. But what I know is that this calling to have this conversation is much stronger than that resistance. I know that to be true because I'm sitting here recording this right now. If the resistance was stronger, then I wouldn't have hit record. But I'm definitely walking into this conversation feeling a level of uncertainty and feeling a level of um, discomfort in really bringing this kind of out to the masses and not just keeping this for behind closed doors, which has really historically been a, a little bit about what I've done. I've kind of kept it. I've had conversations in programs about it. I've certainly had conversations with my private clients about it, but I've never really had a deep and honest and raw conversation with it about in the kind of air quote public domain. But it's time. It's really time. It's time to do that because one of the biggest things that's really happened for me in this as I've gone through such a significant transition and evolution over the last two and a half years and it really has been over the last two and a half years and there's been layers and pieces to that and I have dipped in and out of my connection to God over that time but I am constantly called back in and I'm constantly called back in through the message of are you ready to listen to me now that is the repetitive message that I hear when I switch off from my connection with God when I switch off from my you know my plug my my cord that connects me into the divine and source is I, I, I hear, are you ready to listen to me now? Are you ready to let me lead you now? And I've gone through in the last, at the time of recording this, in the last uh, week and a half, um, I've gone through a really important evolution and transition in my work that I'm not um, ready to talk about yet. The time will come for it because I'm going through a very deep embodiment phase right now where it's not appropriate for me to say, and talk about these teachings because it's all landing in my body and I'm going through working all of this within myself, like working this myself, testing this myself, experimenting with this myself before I actually bring it out to the world. But without sharing the details, <clears throat> here's my throat, <clears throat> bringing up some of that resistance to talking about it. Uh, but with this evolution and so much of what I've channeled over the last week that is my intention is to birth that into the world, you know, in due course. It has really brought me back again into this conversation with God because I've realised that what is coming through me right now is coming through me. It's not coming from me. It is coming from God. I mean, I have never, I've never felt so connected, but the, the clearness, the crispness, the focus of what has come through for me and this body of work that I am being asked to bring to the world, which has been a lifetime in the making, it really has, feels very divinely gifted to me. And with that being said, I realise that the women that I really, that really will resonate with my work going forward are women that are either going to be on their own journey to reconnecting with God or are going to be connected in some way, shape or form. I have always said to people when I've had conversations about God that if God, if if the term God makes you feel uncomfortable, then use divine, use source, use universe, whatever feels right. And I do stand by that. But I also stand by the fact that there is a place for us to reconnect in with the truth of who God is outside of the dogmatic teachings that so many of us have been brought up with or exposed to 
throughout our childhood as well. So I am going to use the word God and I'm going to encourage you also to use that terminology and if it makes you feel uncomfortable to let that be an invitation to explore what that really brings up for you and the pieces that you get to look at around that that really are an invitation to be rewritten not to just continue to be accepted so I'm just going to set the preface of that with you today and then we're going to dive into this conversation so I want to go back and I want to, I actually want to give you a bit of my history and I want to let you know why this is such a, such a, I mean, this, this really around God and this reconnection back with God really feels like a karmic journey for me uh, because it has been a recurring repetitive theme from my childhood uh, and right up until this point in time. So as I said to you, I was brought up in a Catholic religion. I was brought up in a Catholic school. We went to church every single Sunday. My dad was Catholic. My paternal grandparents were all brought up Catholic. My mum wasn't. She was brought up Christian. However, she did convert when my brother was about 11, 12 years old. She actually converted to Catholicism and she was a practising um, Catholic right up until she died. And, in fact, religion was a very significant part of her life, particularly through her cancer treatment and as she was dying as well. And so I was brought up in that that belief, that entire belief system and the, the belief system very much of the 80s too, I think that shifted significantly. I mean, I have my children go to a Catholic school. I have attended church sporadically uh, as my children have been at school. And so the teachings I feel like either they've shifted or the way that I'm perceiving them has shifted. However, one of the core narratives that I was really dogmatic narratives too that I was really brought up in that has never sat well with me but has also turned out to be one of my biggest invitations for evolution has really been around this whole sinning God is the forgiver and you know when you do wrong you know if you do wrong you'll go to hell you'll be punished for your sins unless you repent and There was something about that for me as a child that really sat very uncomfortably in my system, I have to tell you. Unfortunately, I bought into it, as a lot of us do, because that was what we were brought up with. It was almost like this stick that was waved over our head. It was like, you know, if you aren't a good girl, you do what you're told and you all these things, you know, otherwise God shall rain down his wrath upon you and you will be punished for your sins and all of the and now this is all interpretation as well I want to be very clear on that this is what I as a child interpreted the narrative of what I heard going to church there was just so much conversation around it and it led me into really creating this identity around God that God is a punisher God's a punisher you know, if you do bad, something like if you do bad, God's going to punish you. But more importantly, what that led me to was this belief that if something bad happened in my life, that I was obviously being punished for being a bad girl. Now, that may be something that you can connect to, maybe not. Where that became very problematic for me was when my mum died. Because as you can imagine, I am sure, 
that when you lose at the age of 10, almost 11, and you lose a parent, it is an incredibly painful experience. And it, it, I mean, it was, it was incredibly painful. And I can easily take myself back into the pain body of that 10 year old child like that, like, and I can feel the emotion starting to rise as there's like something that wants to pull me back into that experience to relive it instead of just garnering the wisdom from it. So I'm going to take a breath because I really want to ground my energy in this so I can extract the wisdom and not go back into the pain body and the trauma of that experience. But that's that's what happened. My mum died. And because the pain of that situation was so profound at that time, the bows of that connection came together very strongly and I was like, oh, I'm being punished. I'm being punished. I have been bad. I have been a bad girl. God is punishing me right now. And I know that that was the interpretation I made because I actually have memories of me as a young girl, a 10, 11-year-old girl, mourning my mum and her dying and yelling out to God, why are you punishing me? So I know that was the connection that I drew. And so that has been a life long belief and a very emotionally charged one too and that's exactly how we form beliefs is that there is an emotional charge that is connected in with the situation and we have a narrative where we run about that and that's what gets stored that that is effectively what becomes the response in our nervous system and also the neural pathways that we develop in our brain and that was mine so you can imagine growing up with that when it came time to start to look at challenges that were happening in my life and, you know, in my late my 20, late 20s and 30s, money was a big one. And so whenever anything went wrong with money, I was like, God's punishing me. God's punishing me. And so this belief, the reason I'm connecting with this is this belief came up because I, I really dove into money mindset work about five, six years ago, like specifically I've been doing mindset work for a long time, but money mindset very much came up as I transitioned into online business. And that was kind of like five-ish years ago before I actually launched my business, but when I was actually like kind of, you know, looking and doing some personal development, it was money mindset, right? And so this belief really rose. And so this really led me down the path to not just heal this belief and this identity around God, but also to look at the connection between God and money as well. And it was through a, a teaching with a past mentor of mine that I was able to really start to bring in this connection between God and money on what felt like a very practical level. Because up until this point when it came to money, I'd always just seen money as cash. It's like it's dollars and cents, it's notes, it's coins, it's cash. That's what it is. It's just money. That's what it is. And so five, six years ago, I'd always just, up until that point, always just treated it that. But any mindset work really was just done on that very surface level, right? Very, very surface level. And it served me somewhat without a doubt. I think money mindset work without a doubt has a place. But what I've come to believe is that money mindset is not actually about money. Healing your money stories, changing your money stories, 
anything to do with wealth, cash, money. It's actually not actually about those things. It's about a lot of other things. And you're going to hear me talk about a lot of that as well. But at the core, it's actually about God. Because money is, it's a resource. That's what money is. One of the biggest teachings I can ever offer anyone is to shift to being able to see money as a tool, as a resource for whatever it is that you desire. And that gets to be something that you define and decide on. But it's a resource. And so I'm really big with words. And so when I was like, okay, cool, it's a resource, I get that. All right, but what is a resource? What actually is a resource? And because I am so, I find words so interesting, like the etymology of words, the breakdown of words, the conjunction of words, the compounding of words, I was like, this is really interesting, this word resource, 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 okay, re, back to, source, back to source. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And I was able to combine that with the teachings that I have uh, picked up through past mentors, particularly around understanding where money truly comes from. Because a lot of us are like, well, money, particularly in business, we, we get into this space of really just seeing, as I said, money as like a transaction. It's like dollars in a bank account. It's cash. It's cents. It's numbers. It's notes. It's coins. It's all those things. And Cash is on that level. And it's very easy in business to be like, well, if and I do this, and I'm going to ask you the same question too, like where does money come from? Where does money come from? And whenever I ask this question of my clients in programs that I've run around money, probably eight times out of ten, the response that I get is, well, in my business, money comes from my clients, comes from my clients, comes from me selling things, comes from me exchanging my services, those sorts of things. I'm like, yeah, cool, right, it does. Like, I'm not here to say, no, that's not true. Like, it does. Cash on the surface comes from that. But where does it really come from? Like, behind the client, where does it come from? And I was able to weave the teaching and the understandings of the word resource with money. Money is a resource, like every other resource, like water, like air. It's a resource. It's a natural resource. And so it comes from source. That is the origin of money. That is the originating point. It comes from source. And for me, that's God. Money comes from God. It flows through the funnel of our business and our offers and our services and our products and all of those things. Absolutely. But if I'm only dealing with the stories and the narratives and my relationship with money at that level, I am very restricted because that is a finite place to play in, right? Which is why so many of us do bump up against scarcity because it's like money on the physical level, like there is, truthfully, there is only so much money that has been printed. Sure, they can print more. But there's like, there's only so much money. There is a finite, it's a fucking lot of money, let's be honest here, that's been printed and it's actually circulating right now. But it's not infinite, it's finite. There is a finite amount. 
which is why it's like you can start to see how these patterns come up around money for people, feeling like it's finite. There's only ever so much. And I'm only able able to tap into so much because we're staying on this very surface level conversation around money. And I want to take it deeper because when we take it deeper or higher or expand it, we move from money being a finite resource into the infinite aspect, the infinite realm where scarcity isn't an issue. And in order to do that, we have to go into our relationship with God because God is the source. My deep hope is that in kind of having this conversation and talking about it at this level, that it's going to invite some of you to expand the way you perceive money and understand that there is a physical aspect to it and there is a very energetic aspect to it. And if we play in the physical aspect of it, what we're doing is we're always going to play in the circumstance of money. And when we play in the circumstance of money, we generally repeat the circumstance of money. But if we play with the energy of money, which is the cause, okay, the wealth, the flow, the infinity, is that a word? Infinity? I can't get the word out. The infinite aspect of, of money at that level, then we start to open up to expanding that. But we, we have to look at it through the context of the person. I shouldn't say person, that's not quite right. The energy that we believe, we believe, by the way, is holding the purse strings, right, which is God, because it's a resource and we have to go back to source and we have to look at what's our relationship with God. And so if I weave my theme, remember I said, like for me, that dogmatic teaching, you know, don't do bad. God will punish you if you do and you don't repent your sins. I lose my mom. Worst thing that's ever happened in my life. The pain is unbearable. Oh, my God, God must be punishing me. God is a punisher. And, like, that pops up everywhere. It, it popped up in many aspects of my life, but it really popped up significantly in money. So I'm like, okay, he's God who controls the purse strings belief okay god doesn't control the purse strings like that but so well god god's punishing me so of course bad like when something bad happens with money that's god punishing me god's god's punishing me he's not going to give me an infinite amount of wealth an infinite amount of money that identity and that narrative and that belief has had to shift significantly not just shift mentally but shift somatically and when i say somatically i mean in the body in the nervous system as my nervous systems can be completely wired to see, like, God's punishing you, Gemma. You know, he is not. If God's punishing you, he's not going to give you all of the wealth and the joy and the abundance that comes from having a free flow of money. So I'm like, I can, I can stay doing the money mindset work and being like, yeah, money is abundant and blah, blah, blah. But if I've got this very overarching belief about the resource that is money, knowing that it's actually God and the energy of God of universe where infinite amounts of wealth exist, infinite amounts of abundance exist, infinite amounts of access to money exist, I've got to go to the source to heal the source. Because when I heal the source, this is the thing about getting to the root, getting to the source of things is that it has a flow-on effect through to everything. We can focus on just the money and that's going to help with just the money or we can actually look at what money represents at its most expansive root level 
and all of the tentacles that come out from that, which is what my work is all about. And we can heal that and rewrite those narratives in mind and in body. Because the body will guide the mind. And we know that because I'm sure I've spoken about this on podcast. If I haven't, the way that our body is constructed and the way that our nervous system works is that 80% of our nerves are what we call afferent nerves. And those nerves perceive our environment and send messages from our body up to our brain. So our body is guiding our minds majority of the time, not the other way around. So we've got to not just heal this stuff at the source, but we've got to go into the body to do that too. And that has been so much of what my work has been about. And when we do that and we go to the source of money and we change this conversation and we bring it in, it changes the whole dynamic of our work. It allows us to open up to the flow that we want to experience and not just the flow of the physical representation of wealth, which is money and cash, but also the flow of inspiration, the flow of intuition, the flow of guidance. If we really are able to tap back into the source when it comes to God and money, we actually then get to tap back into the infinite level instead of continuing to play on the circumstantial level, which will always be finite. It will always feel like lack and scarcity on the physical level. It will always feel like we're going to bump up against some sort of ceiling. And whilst we get to respect the physical level, the physical plane, when it comes to money, and we have to play in it, okay? Because money isn't just an energetic process. It, like, it's still a physical sport, right? Like, we've still got to respect the physical aspects of money. We can't just like, oh, money's just energy and it just comes from God. I'm just going to play in this space and it's just going to flow to me. And absolutely, we're open for all of those things. But there's also, what's the work that I'm here to do? This isn't just about what God can give me. And what I can get from God, this is also about what God is asking me to do. How is God asking me to contribute to my community, to society, to my family, to the world, to the planet, to all of those things, whatever it is that the level of your work really plays on. And we get to play in that infinite realm with God, knowing that we are so deeply supported financially to do the work that we're here to do in the world. And we're not just playing on this space of like, I have to do this work to make money. There is a separation that gets to take place and this is an important separation that I teach too. When we separate the physical and the energy and when we start to really connect in with the source, not just it's not about disregarding that money comes and flows through clients and our business. We respect that. We work with that absolutely. But we have to add this additional layer on. And we add this additional layer and we get to separate things. And it takes so much pressure off our business to always be providing. Because our business isn't God is. God is just using our business as a portal and a funnel to flow that money through. And also using we're using our business as a portal and a funnel for us to put our work out into the world. Our business is an entity. It is a portal and a funnel. That is it. And I love, this is one of the reasons I love this teaching and I love this conversation around money as well, is that all of a sudden it starts to take some pressure off. Like we stop seeing clients as dollar signs. And a lot of us do this very accidentally. 
I don't mean to, but it's like, well, I need X amount of people, X amount of clients to make X amount of dollars. It's like, no, I'm going to make X amount. I'm receiving from God X amount of dollars and I get to serve these humans. And we create this separation and this disconnection in many ways. It allows us to show up with a different level and purity in our business to receive and to give with such a beautiful flow. And this is what so many people want to receive. They want to be like, I'm open to the abundance. I want to be so deeply nourished by money, so deeply supported. And I want to do my work in the world. And I don't want to have the pressure of having to make money. I don't know about you, but that's been a big thing for me. I'm like, I just want to know that I'm going to receive and I don't want to have the pressure of having to make money. I desire to make money, but I just want to be able to use my business as this beautiful vehicle for me to get my work out into the world. And my business is also this beautiful vehicle for me to receive. But I'm not receiving from my business. I'm receiving from God through my business. I'm going to tell you, you may need to come back into this conversation. This this whole concept around money coming from God took me a while. It took me a longer than a red hot minute, I'm going to tell you. But I persisted with really letting this one land, not through my mind but through my body. This is something to sit with. One of the reasons it's important to start sitting with this is that we have to shift this dynamic, this shift this dynamic in our business where we put so much pressure on our business and our clients to make money and we start seeing money as the resource that it is. We start understanding and accepting that it comes from a source outside of our business and that our businesses are just funnels and portals and vehicles and that is it. They are beautiful and we are so thankful for them, but that's it. And this takes this conversation way past money too because money is, as I said, it's a resource and it's a resource for what? It's a resource for support. It's a resource for providership. It's a resource for protection, for security, for freedom, for expression. This is the space I love to play in. Like I'm all for strategizing and looking at ways that we can expand our businesses to be bigger vehicles to receive more, but I always want to do it through the lens of God. I want to be like, let's look at what money really is. Let's not just play with the dollars and cents. Let's just not look at the sales strategy. They're all cool parts and they're part of our expression and they're important parts. But let's bring in this conversation of God. Let's bring in this conversation of what money really is. And let's look at the narratives. Let's look at your identity. Let's look at all the pieces of the puzzle around this as well. And when we do that, when my clients do that, when I have done that, there is a calmness in my body that exists no matter what is going on with my bank account. Because I can have nothing on the horizon, no plans to sell anything, nothing like that, and I can just trust, okay, I am so supported by God. Money doesn't come from my business. It has the opportunity to come through my business, but it comes from God. So if I'm having any stagnation in money flowing in, I'm going to the source to have a look at that. What's my relationship here? Where do I believe I'm not worthy of being supported? Where do I believe that maybe God is punishing me right now? That's been one of my running narratives. And so I want to invite you into this conversation. 
I want to invite you into this expansion that's taking place. It's taking place for me. It's been taking place for me for years, but I'm inviting you into this. I'm inviting you into a deeper conversation around money. I'm inviting you into a space where we get to actually play in, for the, inf- in the infinite realm of what money is, not the finite space. Infinite, infinite realm of what true support and wealth is and not just playing in the space of the finite physical realm of cash. That we get to expand this. We get to get curious about this. We get to play in the new connection that we get to form. And some of this work can be deeply uncomfortable and eye-opening, but most of all, the, un- the discomfort is initiating and that's what it gets to be so I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up this episode I feel like I have been able to share as much as what my heart feels like it is ready and willing to share around this right now but I really wanted this just to be about bringing God into the conversation around money I wanted to invite you into this space for some of you you I, I respect that you're gonna be like nah <laughs> not don't want to know about it or I don't understand it. If you're like, no, I don't want to know about it, then that's fine. That's fine. That is absolutely fine. That may very well be your invitation to shift out of my work. And that's beautiful. That allows you the space to go find who is right for you. Because I am committing now, because I have had been going back and forth with God for years now. I am now committing to allowing God in daily to my expression, to my work, to my life, to all of it. And so that means more conversations around God when it comes to success, when it comes to business, when it comes to money, when it comes to our beliefs, all of those things. There is going to be more conversations on this podcast in my work. And I want to make sure that I've got women here that are at least curious, if not completely open to that, because that's important that there is that synergy that's there. So all I wanted to do was introduce God into this conversation around money. Maybe just pique a little bit of interest from you, get you curious. And if you're confused, confusion is a great place to be because when we start to be confused, that means we're starting to open up new neural pathways. It's like, oh, this is interesting. This kind of confusion is going against because what you're saying is kind of going against what I understand, but I don't quite get where you're going, but we're disrupting some of those old patterns. So confusion is a fucking beautiful place to be in. So if you're in confusion, like I don't really quite understand what you're saying. And just ask yourself, do you want to learn more? Because if you do, then that is enough for you to start to continue down this path. And if you don't, that is fine too. All right, my loves, thank you for being here with this conversation. I have a lot more to say around this, as you can well imagine. Conversations will come more around this. And I am just right now embodying so much of what it is that I teach because I know that that's such an important aspect of the work that I do. So if this spoke to you on any level, this is certainly an episode I would love to get some feedback on. I would love for you to either email me, support at gemmabernard.com, Instagram DM me is always a great place to just say, yeah, hey, like, I'm interested. This is an interesting conversation. Any feedback is going to be so appreciated on this podcast. Just to know, like, are you out there and are you resonating with this, this, this message, the depths of this, the expansion of this? All right, my loves, have an incredible day wherever you are. Really, this episode is food for thought right now. There's nothing you need to do. Sit with it. Food for thought. Maybe contemplate some of your narratives. Check in and feel how your body is responding to this. Is it feeling some resistance or is it feeling some curiosity or excitement? And just check in. 
right, my loves, have an incredible day. Thank you for joining me for this conversation, the first of many about bringing God into money, success, wealth, expression, identity, all of the pieces. All right, have a beautiful day. I'll see you soon.